Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to Hit That Line. I am your host, Zach Barry. Joining me, Ben Woodhouse, Nicholas Carr, Austin Gray. He is on the road, but incommunicado. He is probably still in the air or maybe just landed. He is uh, on his way home from a business trip, but we stand on business on this podcast, and he has sent us some locks, so you're good. Don't worry. We got you. Uh, and you probably want to listen to the show and the locks because by God, 74, 57 and one heading into week 12. Austin is 18 and 15, Ben 20 and 12 and one Nick rough go of it last week, but still 17 Mm. and 16. And then yours truly 19 and 14. So we are all above 500 punching above that weight. We're crushing the game right now. Gentlemen, good evening. How we doing? Good. We uh we didn't have quite the uh, successful business trip that hopefully Austin's had uh, in our in our most recent business trip, huh? Mm, yeah, ate good. Yeah. though. food was great there. I did not make the trip, but you a loss is a loss. You know, it really. I other than the fact we just got to get it together and and go Gators and whoever else needs to win, Soul Miss can. Can yeah. get into, I don't know, the Peach Bowl or the Cotton Bowl or something. Yeah, I have a question though for you guys. So, like losing in in week, I don't know what week it was. Regardless, losing in game ten, and essentially your season being like de facto over with after that game because you you have a non conference and then just like one more game. Would y'all have rather had more football after that game, or are you kind of like? I don't want to say glad. We're never glad that football's over. Are you kind of happy that we just have one more, like, true game after that? I, it feels kind of like the season's it, – it'll be hard to kind of get that loss out of our – you know, stuck in our crawl. I feel like it's going to be there for a little while just because mm. the, the game is so late. I hadn't really thought right? of it that way. I would – I I would – if you're saying, like, wait, when would you rather lose? Yeah, would you have rather lost a week in game seven and had four or five games after that? Or, no, or could this have like come the, crashing down if we had done that? I like the hope of, yeah. you know, the it, no matter how far or how – build up. You know, yeah, I like the hope all the way to the end of the year. I mean, yeah. essentially Ole Miss was in the playoff conversation no matter how remote, which it wasn't that remote before the Georgia game, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, top, what, 8, 10 in the playoff at that time? I, I can't remember. Either way, yeah. maybe 11, yeah. but – Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, nine. Ole Miss goes to was it nine? Yeah, yeah. so that's right. You know, they take you all the way to Thanksgiving pretty much in the playoff conversation. That I mean, I would much rather do that than let's say LSU, who has not had playoff conversation talk since True. the Alabama game three weeks ago. So I would rather, I'd rather at least have the hope. Yeah, I I haven't thought of it like that, but. I don't think it matters because you, you get this SoCon Saturday vibe this weekend, and then you have a chance to win 10 games for the second time in three years. I think that's that's enough for me personally, where it's like, yeah, 10 and two. Only the, what, third time it's ever happened? 
in the history of the program? Did any of those second 59, 60 teams get to 10 wins? No, Not they the didn't play. They, they didn't – they'd go like nine and one or – Yeah, yeah, so – But I uh, – yeah, second so, time ever in regular season. Yeah, yeah, so yes. This year. Okay, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, you got a, you got a shot to go to a really damn good bowl game, a really fun bowl game, hopefully, and uh, play a really good opponent and have a chance at winning 11 for the first time ever. So, rarefied air territory that Ole Miss has not ever been in. Um, Who so would y'all want to play in a bowl game? Speaking of bowl games, man, is there like a bigger difference than we could play Penn State in the Peach Bowl? Or we could play Iowa in the Citrus Bowl. Like I just, I know that's like, what. Yeah, it's already a big difference in opponent, but also like I mean, Orlando is so far down there that the stadium sort of sucks. It, it doesn't sort of suck. It's it's pretty awful. And the other ones like in the new Mercedes Benz Stadium, you could be playing Penn State. Say what you want about Penn State, it's one of the top what ten programs all time, yeah, at least in terms 10. of big names. It's huge. I'd rather I'd rather do that. I'm not a huge fan of Atlanta, but by God, I, there there are not many cities I hate more than Orlando. Um, yeah, that would be so cool to play Penn State. Like Iowa, yeah, be, yeah it's kind of cool. But talk about like, uniform State would be like, yeah. Oh my goodness, I would hope Iowa, I would hope that they're in the all like white. They feel like a smaller name than us. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, absolutely. It's like we're, yeah, you, it's kind of like playing Oklahoma State. I'm not saying they are. It just seems like, you know, they're kind. I don't, I don't want to say our equal, but you know what I mean. Like they're absolutely. just kind of there. Ole Miss, unless we, unless we really, really ramp up and continue this ten win season every year, kind of deal, or every other year. <laughs> Penn State is a. I mean, that feels like you're playing Alabama. Yeah. Or even though they're not, they mm-hmm. just they've got the hundred thousand person stadium. The you know. Let all like the legendary former coach, no matter how whatever he is now, shamed, and the like the uniform, the white helmet. It, it's very Happy Valley, yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's like there's just something about if we were as, playing Iowa, I would. It would only be cool if it was like a home and home. Like if you told me, hey, we scheduled Iowa in a home and home, like that. That's very cool. But I, I just like the Iowa and the Citrus Bowl on January first, which is like a Monday. So not as many people are going to be able to make it because they've got work the following day. I, it's a huge difference between getting to play Penn State on what is I think it's that Saturday morning, uh, in in the you know Peach Bowl, that'd be so awesome. And but you know, the weather at the Peach Bowl is seventy two degrees all the time because yes. it's inside. Yep. I mean, yeah, and you could drive there. You don't have to deal with the airport, in and yep. out, easy. Yep. Yeah, interstate in, in, in and out is not yeah. easy because, good God, that added two hours onto the trip to Athens to go through Atlanta. Atlanta's That's got the worst traffic in the country, other than Houston, Texas, and Los Angeles. It's, yeah, it, it was Houston it was or Miami is up there for me. Miami is terrible because everybody there drives seventy miles an hour everywhere. But like, so let's just root big time for one of Florida or or Arkansas to clip Mizzou. I mean yeah. that would be. I've been told. Just, I've been told the bowl, like the near six folks, like both teams and are going to try to get both in if they go ten and two. I know other things have to fold or unfold properly for that to happen, but I come on. Ole Miss is there a Lane, Ole Miss block? and Lane Kiffin is is more marketable yeah. than Drinkwitz in Missouri. Oh, there's no, and we have a way bigger fan base to to, to Atlanta. Then they will. Now they yeah. they would do really well, I'm sure, towards Dallas if they could get in there. Um, Not better yeah, than us there, but but so yeah, in Atlanta, got, yeah. And now Ole Miss now where Missouri what bigger enrollment but, than Missouri now, right? With the last two freshman classes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Like the the travel to like Arizona might be similar because I just don't know how many people we would take there. But as yeah. far as Dallas up. and Atlanta. We would double Missouri's. God, dude, your boy represent. I mean, if the, we would. If, if the Fiesta Bowl happens, your boy's gonna take a gonna take a week out there. Who would we play Fiesta. in the? Uh, who would we play? I don't, in I don't expect we'll get the Fiesta Bowl because 
I think the the G five team will probably be there. The G five team is possibly going to be Tulane. So I, I don't. Yeah, I think the Fiesta is probably most unlikely. And I, I think too. I mean, if you're if you're just really getting into nitty gritty, that might kind of hurt us if they get down to it and they're like, well, it's between let's just say it's between uh, Missouri and Ole Miss, and the only other spots the Fiesta. I mean. I don't think it's going to come down to that, but I, that's kind of a negative because there is one team that we can't face, whereas Missouri doesn't have that rematch issue. They, they can't give us a rematch in the in the bowl like that. So I don't know if it's like written in the bylaws, but they're not going to. Well, because you got to think Tulane's probably going there. The Cotton Bowl doesn't want them again. They had them last year. Yeah, that's right. So and all the tie-ins, I can't keep up with them. They change all the time, and then I think they just change whenever they want them to change. They just kind of make up the narrative as they go. Um, Given choice, they, I would rather play the Big Ten as the Big Twelve. Yeah, unless oh, we'll, our we will opponent we will win is, Penn State, y'all. I, I don't know how much of that game y'all saw last week, but like Penn State, I'm, I mean, I'm not trying to be like super biased or anything, but I don't think that they can hang with us. I. You talk about Carson Beck, a quarterback that has gotten better week in, week out. Drew Aller's gotten worse week in, week out. Yeah. 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 He is. Their offense is awful. And we could settle it because I know everybody's wanting to throw out this question of is is Lane Kiffin actually just James Franklin? Which is stupid, in my opinion. Um that's not even a you can't even compare the, the those two things. I mean Penn State has 10 times the resources Ole Miss has. Like, I get and the narrative Penn's, of neither neither can win the big one, but also James Franklin's won 11 games several times at Penn State. He just can't beat yeah. Michigan or Ohio State regularly. And they're, they they look like – they don't look competent when they face Ohio State or Michigan. And no. they're doing it with, with better recruits on the whole. Like, if, if you gave Lane Kiffin Penn State's recruits, I think he would be one of those two teams. But – I mean, I watched yeah. them against, I guess, Ohio State. They never, after that, that you know, touchdown that was called back early, they never really looked competitive. Same thing with uh, when they were against Michigan last week. I mean, they just never looked like in the game. The yeah. defense plays well, but the offense, I mean, they could have played eight quarters and they weren't scoring enough points to beat them. Yeah. Ole Miss has um, never played Penn State. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's going to be way cooler than Iowa. Yeah, I agree. Um, that would that would be so cool. Um, all right, let's get into uh, let's get into our, our picks. We don't have to. Uh, I think I can speak for everyone on this show. We're not going to break down ULM. Um, what are they? Two and eight, and the line is 35, 34 and a half, yeah, 35 and a half. Seven and a half or something. Yeah. When, yeah, when so, was the last when was the last spread we had this big? Can y'all recall? Probably Mercer. Mercer. Okay. Um, FBS team, sure. Um, no, cannot recall. I mean, I looked. I looked it up the other day to try to figure it out. That that 2015 team with uh with Chad Kelly played some bad teams early in the year. I think we played Fresno in week two, and like beat them beat them really badly. But I don't know that the spread was say so, thirty six or more. Wasn't that a seventy-point club game? Yes, it was. But I, I don't. I think. I think it was only like in hindsight. Whoa, yeah, Ole Miss was way better. I don't think we were thirty-five point favorites over a team like Fresno is crazy because yeah. that's not that's not ULM. No. Um, no, Fresno will randomly be in the top twenty-five. Uh, exactly. Dude, now with. Uh... With Teddy Ball game out there, is there is there quarterback alive? They covered oh, for me a couple weeks ago, and he could barely walk. After uh, after Air Force, what they did last week, I'm, I think I'm done with the Mountain West. Yeah, that was that was a tough scene. That yeah, was probably the that was probably the shocker of the weekend, in my opinion. Uh, a, a United States Air Force quitting on us like that? I didn't expect that to happen. No. Um, all right. Um, let's get into some picks. Um, 
you guys want to go first and then I'll throw one for Austin in there. Is that fair? Since yeah, he is I'm ready. Abs- I'll start us off. Absent- absentee balloting this week. Yeah, go ahead, Nick. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go ahead and take a game that makes absolutely no sense. If, if I told you this, this spread, you'd say this one stinks. And therefore, I'm I'm going with the stinky side. Uh, North Carolina travels to Clemson. Clemson's only six and four, but they're they're playing a little bit better football right now. I've seen the last two weeks they've whipped up on Georgia Tech uh, and they beat Notre Dame pretty good by eight. They've been playing better. The defense is kind of coming along a little bit. They are seven and a half point favorites to North Carolina, which mm-hmm. sounds like a crazy, like how could that be? North Carolina's ranked. They've got a good quarterback. They're eight and two. North Carolina struggled last week against Duke. That defense is terrible. I mean, they, the only game in the last month that they haven't given up 27 or more was against Campbell. You know, 42 to Georgia Tech, 45 last week to Duke, and really probably should have lost that game in regulation. Um, honestly, if Duke d- doesn't des- decide not to go for two in the first overtime, they do lose that game. Uh, mm. So I'm going with Clemson minus seven and a half here. Uh, opened at six and a half. It's kind of crossed that that key number. I hate that part, but I just this. If you look at it, if I told you this and you had no idea about the teams, you'd be like, "Wait, I thought North Carolina was good." And for that reason, I'm going with Clemson. All right, Vegas knows something here. I Feels think like Clemson, it. I think they just got a lot more talent than North Carolina, top to bottom. They've gone six and four, but they still recruit have recruited better over the past, and they're finally playing better. I like that pick. All right, Ben, what you got? I'm actually going to – I like this game, and I hate to do this to Austin, but I've got to take it. I'm going to lay 24 with Auburn against New Mexico State. This is a Hugh Freeze special. Lord. He's going to yep. blow out New Mexico State yeah. right here before the, the Bama game to soften the blow of the offseason. And Auburn's playing better. And so I just think this is classic. Y'all talked about us beating Fresno by 70. I'm not saying Auburn's going to do that, but he's – He's not going to play with his food here. They're going to kill him. So, yeah. spot play for me, lay 24 with Auburn. Now, this yeah. is unrelated. Didn't – again, I, I agree with you. I think Auburn's going to win big here. But didn't they play with their food a couple of years ago against New Mexico State? Obviously, they're different. So. But didn't they almost lose to them? Did they go to – I feel like it was early in the season and they might have gone to overtime with them. I think so. But I think that's been yeah. like seven or eight years ago. Yeah, no, no, yeah, okay. I didn't realize it's been that long. And again, it was unrelated. They're uh, different coaches for both programs, totally unrelated. But I just felt like that game kind of rang a, rang a bell. It was like week two or something. People were watching on their phones. It was like ninety degrees at Ole Miss when that was happening. I just maybe that was like I do 20, remember that twenty eighteen or so. Um. All right. Before we get Austin in here, I'm gonna go ahead and get um. Let's see. What can I get? Oh, hell yeah. I'm going to go LSU first quarter. I'm laying seven and a half. Um, Are they playing? Uh, Georgia State. But Ooh. I wanted to just take the line, but Georgia State's – they're not good, but they're not awful. And – LSU still got to play defense, but we are in a position now where Brian Kelly and the LSU Tigers are going to do everything in their power to prop Jaden Daniels up to try to get to New York. And he deserves yeah. to get to New York. Yeah. I don't know if he'll win it because they have three losses. I don't think that should matter. I think he's head and shoulders above everyone else with what he's been doing this year. It's insane. The numbers he's put up. Um, so, yeah, I think they're going to come out the gates firing. He will put up big numbers, they will try to get him as many passing yards and rushing yards as they can get him. So if you can give me minus seven and a half in the first quarter, then hell yeah, give it to me. Because the 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 number is 31 and a half. They'll probably get that. But I think I, I, that first quarter, give me that. That's an easy bet. All right. For yeah, I like Aust- For Austin, let's go ahead and give him – He gave us a ton. Auburn's already off the board. Are y'all cool with giving him Georgia minus 10? I think they're going to dog walk Tennessee. Yeah, I don't understand how – I mean, I, I guess they're coming off a really big game 
where they played lights out and, you know, they're now they're going to have to play lights out again this week. And then they're going to have to go on the road at Georgia state, Georgia tech, excuse me. Uh, and then play Alabama. So maybe there's a little bit of a letdown spot. They can still cover it. 10. Though. Yeah. They, they could cover 10 easily. I mean, yeah. what 38, 28 is only, you know, that's a push, I guess, but like I, I could easily see that. 40. Yeah. 41, 20. Yeah, that's I mean, 40, it's not even close. 41, 41 24. Like, I, I I think Tennessee will hang as it's at, at Neyland, but Georgia's far and away the better team, and they'll run away with it. I just don't think Tennessee's offense is all that good. It's, honestly, no. if anything, I could see it being like 31 to 20, kind of, or 31 17, a little bit lower scoring, but I don't think Tennessee's going to do. I mean, you saw what our offense did last week against Georgia. Right. Right? Are, are yeah. they going to outscore our offense by 10 or more points? I doubt it. No, yeah. All right. Um, Nick, we're back at you. What you got? Yeah, okay. I think I'm going to – people have talked about this team all year. They've struggled ever since they beat, uh, you know, Oregon on the last second field goal there. Uh, Washington's going on the road to Oregon State. Oregon State is laying one and a half in a game that, you know, it's it shows you how much uh, importance you get from home field. And also Oregon State's just a pretty doggone good team. Uh, I think you're going to see – an Oregon State cover here. Washington has looked, uh, you know, less than stellar. They're still unbeaten, and that's all that matters ultimately. But if you go back to their schedule, they struggled a little bit with Utah. You know, Utah scrappy, sure. Struggled with uh, USC, who has a good offense and nothing else. Didn't really put Sanford away. Didn't really put Arizona State away. I mean, it's four games in a row where they've they've had to they've had to play tough games, and I think it's going to come back to bite them at some point. This this Oregon State team is good. I mean, they whipped up on Stanford. They had Colorado that just, you know, completely shut down Shooter Sanders and them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had they do have that loss to Arizona. But, I, I mean, I think this is a good Oregon State team. They're getting them at home. I think Reeser Stadium is going to be excited. They're mm-hmm. playing one of the teams that's leaving them behind, which I think means something to Oregon State. I, I mean, they got a big FU this week in the uh, in the courts with, you know, the, the judge deciding that they could keep, like, what – half a billion dollars to themselves, uh, them and uh, Washington State. So I think this Mm -hmm. is going to mean a lot to them. Yeah. Give me Oregon State minus one and a half. You dog. I was going to look – I was looking at that one. I mean – That's a good game. Like, that's a really good game I can't wait for. Yeah, kind of going off my rule of thumb where if the Beavers are in Reeser Stadium, take them. Because they don't lose there. It's like Utah at Rice-Eccles. Yeah, yeah, it's an interesting place to play. They, you know, they've redone their stadium. It's kind of right on top of you. Um, mm-hmm. I'm glad this one is. I'm, I'm, I'm. I don't love eleven o'clock games, but I'm secretly glad I'm just playing eleven o'clock this week, so we can get it out of the way and go watch actual football afterwards. Yeah, I know, I know Ben's going to agree with that one. Hundred percent. I'm team eleven <laughs> o'clock. I mean, unless it's a big game, right? But yeah, for this yeah. one, get it out of the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So what do we have so far? I had to step away for a second. We got Nick's got Clemson minus seven and a half, Oregon State minus one. You have Auburn minus 24. Austin has Georgia minus 10. And I have LSU first quarter minus seven and a half. All right. I'm going to go back to the well. I've done it all year. And I'm going to take under in Iowa, Illinois. I think it's 32. (laughs) Uh, Last week they covered that under so easy. That was, I think it's 32. Yeah, they have the, they have the, um, maybe I actually I can get 32 and a half. I think let me double check. It's not going anywhere close to 32 and a half. No, yeah, it's 32 and a half. Yeah, I want 32 and a half under. Take it to the bank. That's gonna be a a 12 9 game. (laughs) Look, the um, what's incredible is. Last week they played Rutgers. I think was it Rutgers? That's right. Yeah, yeah, and, Rutgers. And one of the teams, maybe it was Iowa. They drove right down the field, like in about three or four plays. Like they hit a thirty-five yard pass, which is just incredible for Iowa. And and got down there close, and then got held to a field goal, and it stayed three nothing. I think to the fourth quarter or close. Yeah, and then it was Iowa three nothing at halftime. Yeah, and it's just bizarre to me, y'all, 
like, and we can move on because I, I pick them every week, but I've never really, we've not got, gotten into this. How do they not just break one run? I, I don't understand. <laughs> I, I like, just don't think they're capable. It's they like acci- the they accidentally break one run. Yeah, accidentally hit a long pass. Accidentally, they probably, you know. They probably fall down on purpose to like. That's, well, that's what I was gonna say. Going. Y'all saw last week. How does like how does no one fall down to the other team every once in a while? That's what I'm just saying. Like, how do you know just, a wet field? I, I mean, yes, yes. Run a punt back or just anything that I don't know, man. It, it's just crazy to me that so many games can go to halftime six to three or three nothing or nothing nothing. You know, it's or seven to three. It, it's just bizarre. Like these games are the numbers are so low, low thirties for the total, and and they don't even threaten. I say that, and this week it'll be twenty eight twenty five. But I just I don't see it. I don't think Iowa is capable of doing that. If Illinois did, and and so, but I will say, it, I think Austin mentioned on the show a couple weeks ago, or maybe one of y'all did. Um, Bert could be the next Iowa coach. It, he makes sense there. And they would yeah. be a lot better offensively, and they would still maintain their identity. Um, yeah, he played there. Yeah. So, under in Iowa, Illinois, under 32 and a half. All right. Austin's up next. We're giving him JMU minus eight and a half. They're playing oh, a pick, Austin. really bad App State team. At home, game day, a place will be – Upside down this weekend. Still undefeated. It's going to be a good one. Um, yeah, really, really like that pick. All right. Um, for back me, to back wagons, Iowa and JMU. Yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah. All right. I am going to go to UMass. Is three and seven. Oh gosh, dude. They are bad. I have a sneaky suspicion. Might be a little bit of a distraction up in Lynchburg this weekend. Um I feel like I should take the under 63 and a half. I think Liberty is going to win this one running away. They're ten and zero. I, I don't see any way UMass is even remotely close in this game. But I feel like it's going to be one sided, where Liberty's going to score a ton, and UMass is not going to really score at all. Um, What's the spread? The spread is twenty seven and a half. So they they think that UMass is scoring some points. I disagree. See, I'm I mean, battling. I'm battling going with the spread or the total because, again, distraction up there. Jamie Chadwell is obviously a big name for several jobs, but you're kind of talking me into it here. Their defense has given up points this year, so yeah, I, I should probably lay the twenty-seven and a half. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to lay the twenty-seven and a half with Liberty. Um, Distraction or not, UMass sucks. And you know that Chadwell, yeah. even if it is a distraction, he might just spin it to where, hey, guys, I'm I'm not going anywhere. Let's put up 60 on them. So he's got a good quarterback. When he has a good quarterback, he's dangerous and still unbeaten, 10-0. They've avoided a couple, couple, uh, couple bad games. MTSU hung with them. Western Kentucky hung with them for a little bit. Louisiana Tech put up 30 on them. So, yeah, their defense is gettable. So, yeah, I'm going to lay the – yeah, they'll, they'll win by four touchdowns. Uh, th- this Liberty team, I think that they'll probably be locked in because they're they're trying to hope for the outside chance of maybe getting that that G5 bid to a, a near six bowl. Uh, this has got to be the worst team to ever go unbeaten, assuming they do. They have yeah. played – negative people i mean they that's i've never seen a worse schedule i know a couple of years back marshall went 12 and 0 and it was just like i mean they were ranked like 21st or something I, I think that marshall schedule i mean compared to this schedule is is not even comparable i mean liberty's face like 
I don't know if y'all have seen the conference they're in, how bad it is. It's just essentially FCS teams that have come up. It's Jacksonville State and Sam Houston State. It's not even like – it's not the Sun Belt that, you you know, like Georgia State, Georgia Southern. It's a brutal conference. UTEP – or excuse mm-hmm. me, UTSA is in there. I mean, it's an awful, awful conference. It shouldn't be hardly FBS. And, and this Liberty team, I don't think they're going to get the benefit of the doubt just because teams don't really like Liberty – or people don't really like Liberty, and so I don't expect them to get up there. But I do think that they want to score some style points and making themselves look a little bit better by being, you know, 12 and 0 with a 40 point win or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Imagine making an access bowl and getting stuck playing like Liberty. I mean, I, that, that would be the, I mean, that fate worse than death. Because <laughs> um, even if you, even if you blow them out, you're still like, that wasn't even fun. And what are they bringing? Like six thousand fans? Like it's you know it's just a bunch of people. Yeah, imagine being pamphlets. Like USC playing on the West Coast, and then you get an Access Bowl and one year, and you play Tulane, which Tulane's a great program. Like I, that's a different deal. And the next year you get one, and you play Liberty, and you're like, dude, yeah. can we? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can you imagine if if Washington gets to the Fiesta? And they face liberty. It would be the biggest contrast of styles between student bodies possible, like Cal versus Liberty. Yeah, yeah. Any BYU any versus Coast Liberty, school. the same school. Even though you know <laughs> Mormons versus Evangelicals. Yeah, that uh, would be a oh a clash of titans, man. That'd be incredible. All right, the Nick. Soaking bowl. Oh, oh God! Ugh. <laughs> Skin just crawled a little bit. The older I get, the more I realize there are just some things I don't know. Balancing a budget, for example. I'm not a financial whiz. Sure, I know batting averages, passing and rushing yards, three-point shooting percentage. But intentionally putting away money for retirement—that's where my friends at NerdWallet Smart Money Podcast come in. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the financial world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning my tax bills so I don't dread April every single year. Actually, I was one of the first in line this time around. Saving on travel so that I can take my girls on trips. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night and maybe a fancy dinner too. So enjoy the things you love, the Ole Miss Rebels, your family, your friends, knowing that your financial situation is taken care of with advice that you followed from NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. Ole Miss fans, you can never be too careful, especially these days and with young kids at home. Don't take any chances and secure your home with Eufy Smart Lock an easy install all-in-one security device for your front door and that peace of mind we're all looking for. I myself am a Eufy user, and I can tell you firsthand, go ahead and ditch those house keys forever, grab a Phillips head screwdriver because that's all you'll need, and give Eufy Smart Lock a try today. No monthly fee, and Eufy customer service is waiting on standby 247 to help you with any and all home security needs. So what are you waiting for? Head to Vault Hemingway or the Pavilion or Swayze Field to cheer on your Ole Miss Rebels with the reassurance your home is in good hands with Eufy Smart Lock. Eufy Video Lock makes it easy to keep an eye on things back home. Its built-in camera can tell you who's at the front door from the comfort of your stadium seat. Search Eufy Video Lock, that's E-U-F-Y Video Lock, or visit eufyofficial.com, eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. That's Eufy Smart Lock and Eufy Video Lock. Proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. All right, let me go. Last one here. We're sticking in the Big Ten. Uh, a game that, you know, honestly don't recommend anyone should watch it. It's at 11 a.m. on Big Ten Networks. So you probably won't. But uh, Northwestern is hosting Purdue. 
Jeez. The Northwestern team, they've just announced that their coach is going to be the, you know, gone from interim to permanent. He's led them to five and five. They were 1-11 last year. They're not a bad team. The defense is pretty doggone good, actually. They beat Wisconsin last week. They hung with Iowa the week before in one of those. At the time, it was the lowest, you know, total ever of, like, I think it was 29 at that point. Now it's gone down to 20, you know, last week they reset it. Iowa did. Uh, that's it's a pretty good team in Northwestern. And I don't really see why the spread's where it is, okay? So Northwestern's getting three at home to Purdue's three and seven. Purdue is just, just really just doesn't have uh, much of an offense. And I think Northwestern's got a pretty good defense. I think Northwestern's winning this game like, Hmm, 17 10. And if you're giving me three points, I'm taking it. I mean, that honestly, if I was doing some money line sprinkles, Northwestern's probably the team I'm laying the most down on. Uh, I would just, you know, in lieu of taking them plus three, I just take them, you know, straight up money line. Yeah, I love that. Chicago last team. year. Uh, that's right. That's right. The Chicago's Big Ten team. And last year, Purdue beat them 17 9 at Purdue. It was a much, much worse Northwestern team. It's a good pick. I like it. Yeah, Northwestern playing for bowl game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Got their coach. Yeah, they, they've, they've got two chances because they've got, you know, the Purdue game, and then they get Illinois. I mean, they really should be bowling. They could, they could be seven and five. They could be in, like, the pinstripe bowl or something, you know. <laughs> yeah, but if you're playing at Purdue or Illinois, take care of business against the Boilermakers. Yeah, yeah, do it first. And you're on the road the last week of the season, too. Yeah, they'll probably lose to Illinois, but they'll beat Purdue this week. That's a good pick. I wish I had seen it first. All right, Ben. All right, I'm going to branch out a little bit, and I am going to Liberty Bowl Stadium, and I am going to take the Memphis Tigers plus eight and a half against SMU. I don't understand this at all. Memphis has not played a game. The only team that they've played against that would have covered this is Tulane, who is going access bowling and who is very good. We gave them their only loss, which was late in the fourth quarter before we kind wow. of and, – and really, if you, if you go back to that game, Jackson Dart made a great play to hit Michael Trigg to kind of extend it. I don't know. And we had like a 55-yard field goal. And they would be on without their quarterback. And they're without their quarterback. I, You know, this is the same Memphis team that went to Missouri, the same Missouri we're trying to get in an access bowl with or over, and lost by seven in Columbia. So, mm-hmm. um, And they should, like, have, they should have beat Tulane earlier in the year. Yeah, yeah. I, I like the Memphis Tigers here. I'm getting eight and a half at home. That's a stinky line. I'm taking the wrong side of it. But I just can't turn away better than a touchdown at home. That that, that is, and, and Ben, that is the eight and two Memphis Tigers. Yeah, both teams are eight and two. SMU Le- and Memphis. Legit shot for Ryan Silverfield to if he can win this, he could go ten and two. Yeah, sure can. And um, I mean, look, Memphis is a. You know, say we can say what we want. Being as it's a good program, man. Like they are he's, consistently. He's turned it around. Good. I know oh, Memphis. Yeah. I, Memphis people wanted him gone last year, and look at him now. Like at worst, nine and three. Yeah, I mean, it's also, just Memphis. Is, that, they're good offensively, so they're going to keep scoring. If they are down ten points, they're just going to keep rolling. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. The Henning I mean, like kid like can spin it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean they're they're good. the the one The one issue that you've got is um, SMU's quarterback is also good. Preston Stone, he's good. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but what, what SMU name? Yeah, really. Preston Stone is he the Sigma Nu president or the SMU quarterback? But yeah, same we thing. um, yeah, same thing. He probably is both actually. Um, <laughs> so give me the uh, Tigers. I'm gonna go with the best fight song and give me the Memphis Tigers. Really, I'm good not so sure song. that they can't win this game, but plus eight and a half feels like free money. Little money line. I bet it's a so, I bet it's a good one. Two eighty five. They're saying neutral. They're saying this is like a twelve point. That's a that's a big spread. Neutral. Money line yeah. now, is plus two seventy five. 
Yeah, I said 285. I was close. Yeah, yeah, I mean, keep in mind, though, SMU is piping hot. They beat North Texas by 24, Rice by 5, Tulsa 69 to 10, Temple 55 to nothing, and East Carolina 31 to 10 in their last five games. So they mm-hmm. are red hot. But we, as we all know, the Liberty Bowl is where things get weird. And it will get weird Saturday, 11 a.m. kick. It's on ESPN2. You know, this is like, yeah. like this is prime Memphis, man. They'll, Memphis they'll like the lock up on it. And oh, yeah, this these, is like their spot. I love these late November games in the American when you've got two good teams. Going to be a lot of points. Yep. Going to be fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, I, just related these to the last thing on this. Well, I, Memphis being eight and two really snuck up on me. Yeah. I mean, I've, Dude, I've been talking about it. I've been talking about it with some Memphis guys because one of my buddies, uh, shout out to Joe, um, he was all aboard the Fire Silverfield train last year, and then now it's just like, look at them, look at them go. Like it's it's you know it's like you're sending your your kid off to college. Like look look at them, look all look at how grown they are now. They um both of these teams would whip Arkansas right now like dog walk. I I'll always like to think about or Mississippi know, the, State. Yeah, the non-power five schools like the American Conference late in the year when they're like these teams are still eight and two and on fire. How many SEC schools would they beat? And um, yeah, there's several that these teams would beat, three or four, right now. Yeah. All right, Austin. Go back to the well for you, pal. Let's throw in. Let's look at let's take a look at UNLV. Let's take a look out in Vegas. They're on the road at Air Force. Ooh. ooh. I don't know if I want to do that to Austin. Did you, I mean, did anybody a... pick the Louisville game? No. no oh but, no, that's a good game though. But let's get he he did throw that one out there. Let's give him that one. Um Louisville <clears throat> Caesars has this as a pick 'em. Uh so does Bet Rivers. Uh you got minus one, one and a half, pick 'em. We just give him a pick 'em. Is that yeah? Work? He wants plus one or minus one. So plus whatever one is Louisville to win. No, they're the favorite. Well, DraftKings okay. has them at plus one. Yeah, then he wants no. the plus one. No, 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 no. What do you mean? It's no? either minus one or pick them. Because I don't know that that's actionable or if it's minus one ten. It's minus one fifteen. All right, give him give him a pick 'em. The okay. pick is minus one ten. Yeah, give him the pickle. So Louisville. It didn't he matter. wanted Miami's plus one or minus one. So it doesn't really matter. But given yeah. the best odds, he's picking Louisville. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't um, matter Miami's winning this game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Dog, Louisville is Louisville's mid. Mediocre. They beat Virginia by seven. I yeah, I agree, but almost a pit. Does this game impact our access stuff at all? This is a huge game. Well, they're going to lose. Louisville, Louisville's going to also lose to Florida State in the Correct. championship. But I could very easily see them saying, and, and and I honestly couldn't disagree with this, if they were like, well, it's not Louisville's fault they had to play an extra game. You, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. if they go 11-1 and one and lose to Florida State, I could see them putting them at 11 and us at 12 being like, not their fault they had to play Florida State. And, you know, a cop that no Miss didn't get an extra – game to lose so if they can lose this game it would be it would go a long way in ensuring that they drop yeah. below us yeah, but, you know, north carolina north carolina wins their next two games including at clemson they finish 10 and 2 and they'll take it yeah yeah so like let's let's go go clemson go miami that will eliminate essentially the acc's second team from being above us which is huge because i think we're like if we don't make an access bowl we're the first team out yeah, we're the first team out right now, aren't we? Or second? Yeah, second, and you know, Louisville's one of those teams right above us. I mean, it, it's it's yeah. The best thing that could happen is is Florida beating Missouri, the number absolutely. one, absolutely. <laughs> because yeah. I really think we're competing conference within. Con- I mean, I know it's not that straightforward, but 
Uh, right. I'd, I'd I'd like to take my chance of being the third, third. place SEC team. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And Florida could do it. I mean, Florida's – I mean, hell, I don't think this is going to happen, but Arkansas beat Florida like two weeks ago. It, that yeah. didn't make any sense, and they, it was on the road, and Arkansas is just terrible at home. But, I mean, it's somewhat of a rivalry game. It'll be the day after Thanksgiving. It'll be a weird crowd. I, I don't expect it, but, you know, obviously Arkansas well, is – Decent enough to beat a team like Florida, they could beat be a team like Missouri. And Mizzou's coming off a big emotional win over Tennessee. You know, Drinkwitz did his whole "I'm going to talk shit and then run a, run away really fast" thing. They might be reading the press press clippings a little bit this week. So Florida Dude, could sneak. Graham up. I don't think they will. Has had a sneaky, really good year. Yeah, by the yeah, way, you're right. But Napier in 2,700 yards, 18 touchdowns, two picks on the season. Yeah, he's been good. They just don't yeah, turn the, the game is in Gainesville. I know. I know. Yeah. All right. Final pick for me. I'm doing it. It's your time to shine, Spencer. We're going to Columbia, South Carolina. Night game. In the claw, give me the Gamecocks plus one to beat Kentucky. I think Kentucky right now is kind of soul searching. I, I think they are. I mean, it, it, look at look, look at them now. I mean, a this couple is weeks ago, gambling right here. <laughs> <laughs> this is gambling. Like this uh, is. This, I have no idea what either team is going to give you Saturday. Well, it's the same. So, so give me give me the better quarterback at home under the lights. That place will be a zoo because that fan base shows out no matter what. They, it it's doesn't matter. Better, it? But don't they go to Clemson? No, they got back to back night games. So this is this is for win number five. That's crazy. And then you're going for win six against Clemson at home under the lights again. I think this is like where Rattler is starting to get that engine hot. He's starting to rev up. They're, they're finally just letting him throw it and just getting out of the way. He's putting up – I mean, dude, you want to talk about Graham Mertz having a year. I mean, South Carolina stinks, but Rattler is just lighting people up no matter what. Um, I don't know. What a Unless, crazy schedule, man. They finished the year with four straight home games. Yeah, that's that's why that is wild. I mean, he's thrown for 2,800 yards this year, 17 touchdowns. He's had some bad picks, but he's also – I mean, that offense has not been at full strength for much of the year. Xavier Leggett's back. They're going to be ready because this is a winnable game, and you know Beamer is going to want to get that fifth win to set up the monster rivalry in the Palmetto Bowl to beat Clemson, get to a bowl game. Because the year didn't go the way they thought it would. But they found something with Mario Anderson running the football. Leggett is an all-SEC dude. I mean, if you want to go get a guy in the yeah, portal, he's got big numbers. that's who you get. Um, so, yeah, I just just give me the better quarterback at home. And, and Kentucky, unless the game goes exactly how they want the game to go, they can't do mm-hmm. anything. Like, Devin Leary has been awful. I, I – they yeah. un- unless they can slow it down and keep your offense off the field, like they they're in trouble. And if it doesn't get a script like it did in Starkville for them, they really yep. don't. They don't have like a secondary plan. Exactly, their, their plan is to do what they did to MSU. And if you come out and do something differently, they they don't know where to go. Yeah, they're like running around with their you know two left feet. And yeah, I just think with that and Rattler being as good as he's been, regardless of how the team has performed. I mean, I, that dude deserves a medal of honor for him. Just, I mean, the dude gets rocked every game. But I think they'll find something. This just kind of, I don't know, seems like a weird game where, like, maybe they win by a couple touchdowns. Like, maybe he lights it up and throws for, like, 350 or 400. Um, I hope you're right because you know how I, I feel about Stoops. <laughs> yeah well nick you said it like it, they they don't have any like they have no identity on offense outside of ray davis just running a ton like barry and brown has disappeared 
Um, they have no passing game. I I don't know. I just got Aaron Brown. He's transferred to the SIP, man. He, he does. Like, give him another opportunity. Give him a, he's doing a lifeboat. Transferred to the SIP. Yeah, I I don't know. This is a maybe maybe a little bet with your heart type pick here, but I like it. I I, I don't know. A lot of people Let's have been. Do we have everybody's picks in, or is Austin? Everybody is in now. We've got all our locks in. Let's talk about the coaches' stuff for five minutes before we get off. Not Ole Miss. Not Ole Miss. Um, I saw where Jeff Trailer is that his name, Jeff Trailer. He interviewed at SM, and then that picture that that on three posted. He looks like an A and M coach. He does, man. He does. And what scares me is he's actually gonna not beat Jimbo. And uh, yeah. their really good talent's going to now be coached very well. Um, you know, I, I saw also where somebody said that Kiffin wanted that job. And I told y'all this here. I wanted to say this on, on here. Keep this in mind. Everybody in the country outside of Nick Saban, Kirby Smart, and Ryan Day likely want that job. It's going to pay more for the right guy than any other con- any other school in the country. Um, I guess maybe Steve Sarkeesian wouldn't want to go from Texas to Texas A&M. I was telling Zach beforehand, I'm not so sure that A&M's not more committed to football than Texas is. And so, um, you know, there's very few coaches that wouldn't want that job. So, yeah, of course, Kiffin probably wants it. I mean, he makes $9.25 million a year, but Jimbo just got a $76 million buyout. Like, that is – this is a different – what I'm getting at is – when you when a school like that, or I say school, when when somebody who's going to pay money like that wants to hire your coach, that is a different analysis than Auburn wanting Kiffin, right? Auburn is – I take that a little bit more personal, whereas somebody who's going to pay $150 million or $100 million or whatever, well, that's your grave. You know what I'm saying? Like, if y'all want to spend that much money on a football coach, be my guest. I mean – Hey, we'll, we'll just go get the next guy. The last coach that Texas A&M hired had won a national championship with a Heisman Trophy winner at Florida State. And he left there and went to Texas A&M. So keep it in perspective as to the type of money they're throwing around. I believe if they wanted him, they could hire Dabo Swinney from Clemson. And he's won, what, two or three national championships there? Mm-hmm. So this is a completely different deal I don't think that – I mean, he's not on the – it's been reported multiple times like he's not a candidate. Things can get weird, obviously, but I just had to say that. Uh, with that said, um, who do y'all think they hire? Could be Trailer. He – he's a yeah. Texas guy. He – they're they you know they love that he coached Texas high school football. Oh, he gets it. And he, under, and they also, he understands it here. They don't have to wait on him. And I think that's a big deal. Yeah, because you got to move. Because early signing day, you got to get somebody in there. You got to get recruits talking to the guy that's you know going to be the head coach. But yeah, I mean he he's twenty nine and eight in the past three years at UTSA. He's done a really good job. That's a that's a tough job. Being it in that is. state, he's turned them into a good team. Yeah, I mean you're you're competing against A and M, Texas. Oklahoma goes in there for players. SMU's good now. So, um, I, I think he'd find be it good... interesting that they floated that he interviewed as if to like gauge the public perception. And I'm like, you know, nobody's going to fault y'all for hiring him. Same with Mike no. Elko. Those are solid hires. You just yeah. got to go win the game. I mean, but it's, but that's the, the thing that the AM brass, like, are they going to put the ego aside and acknowledge like, this is a good hire? of a G five coach or are they going to be too proud and they're going to want to get a sitting power five guy, but I think he'd be a great hire. I like Jeff trailer. I think he's done a really yeah, good yeah. job there. Yeah. Um, Agree. Yeah. It, it'd be, a, it'd be, a, it'd be a really good hire in my opinion, but outside of him, I don't think John Summerall would take it. I think he's probably waiting on Kentucky, but again, like you said, Ben, that's life changing money. It's a great, oh, I spot. think he would take it. I think he would take it. I mean, I, I just think there's just so few people who wouldn't. I, I don't know. I, I think he wants the Kentucky job, but 
Yeah. I mean, that's a better job than the Kentucky job. It is. I guess I guess I should have said I don't think AM would want him to take yeah, agree. Agree there. He's not he's, ready yet. He's not yeah, bad. he's right. he's he's not ready. He is a good coach, I think. I mean he's twenty and four. Yeah. He went twelve and two in his first season. They finished top twenty. Um I'm pretty sure they I say he's not ready. He's not proven enough yet. He may yeah. be ready for it, but they're not gonna take that leap. Think- Nick, what do you think? You've been quiet. Is he still here? Yeah. Um, I mean, until like tonight, I hadn't really thought a ton about trailer, but I mean, man, it makes a lot of sense, right? Yeah. Uh, past that, I mean, I, personally, I think if they won't dab it, he'll go there. I don't – part of me thinks it's like a really good fit because Dabo is like a cult leader. But part of me thinks it's not a good fit because Dabo – and the whole NIL deal is just not – Yeah, it's like, weird. It's like the antithesis yeah. of what they want to be. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know, I don't know if, if that, but you know, trailer makes a lot of sense. I mean, he knows Texas football. He's you know a, a kind of a local guy at least right now because he's in San Antonio. I mean, that one makes a whole lot of sense. Past that, I, well, yeah, that that don't trailer you, seems like the the pick. Yeah, yeah it was Dabo Elko would, a week ago, which I think they're so similar. But trailers yeah, just down it, the street right now. It's it's one of those two. It's one of those two. I I would be initially. I thought like the overwhelming odds were that it was Mike Elko. Why you go? You go get him. He's coming. He'll come there for cheap. Why would you not? But I mean, if, if Trailer is the guy you want, obviously they'll get one. One of those two feels like a really really strong. You know, yeah, odds like on a minus two fifty odds. Yeah, Just for those, those two, two. Yeah. Do y'all not think Dabo would put his ego aside and know that he would, you know. Put the NIL stuff, put you know, get rid of that bit, and just let everybody else handle it, and you just coach. I I do, but like you've seen him. I mean, I don't think that Texas A and M is like uh, a non Christian school. Like the people, I think would be okay with that, but he does seem a little bit too like Southern evangelical for that school. I don't know. Texas never really struck me as like this. They want to hear Baptist preacher type. They'd rather hear just like. They're yell leaders, and I feel like yeah. he's too Baptist preachery for them. Yeah, I am curious if he if he will leave Clemson because I mean he's built that all himself, right? And that's probably something different about that where it's like you did it all. It wasn't somebody else. Like you did everything. Like it is. It is this way because of you. Now. On the flip side, you could look at it as, hey, I've done everything I can do here. I'm ready to dip out. Like, he's he's reached the mountaintop before, twice. So, maybe he wants another a new challenge. And, I mean, he could go there, because I don't know if you want to follow Saban. Like, who... good luck to the guy that has to follow Nick Saban. And... He's been the name that's been rumored as the guy to follow Saban for years just because of the connection there and he played there. But maybe that's where he's like, I don't want to follow Saban, but I'll go here to where I'll be able to play him and play Alabama more and have more of a chance to to prove that I'm worthy. But I don't know. I haven't heard much else about him with A&M. Because that's a good point that you make, Nick, about how he is very preachy, more of a young life, you know, yeller than a yell leader. And then, like, I don't think they'll go coordinator route. Like, they're not going to go get a coordinator. They're going to want to get a head coach. Do you think Norvell would leave Florida State? Man, yeah. I mean, for the right money, he would. That's what I'm saying. Like they've got what? so much money that yeah. I I mean maybe not. He's in the playoff, but I just I don't know, man. Like at some point you can't look at your family and be like, yeah, I just turned down a hundred million. Sorry. Yeah. I I, I don't know. I, maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong there. I don't think A and M's a better job than Florida State. I think they pay more. Just like I don't think A and M's a much better job than Ole Miss. They just pay more. You know what I'm saying? Like, if they were a better job, they'd win more. 
I mean, they, and they just don't. So maybe it's because they mm-hmm. haven't had the right coach. But, you know, I, I just All believe right. in cultural things. Even with Johnny football, they didn't. So, yeah. Um, last thing, two minutes. Who does Mississippi State hire? What, who, who, do you have, mm. who do you think they hire? If I get if I say three names, tell me you think it's one of these three: Jamie mm. Chadwell, Dan Mullen, uh, the one of those two. I don't. It's not going to be Mullen. I, I don't. I don't think the AD wants to go that route. It's just his first time hiring a coach, first time being an AD. I, I like. I almost feel like if you hired Dan Mullen, it's, it's someone else has made that pick. Not not necessarily. They made it for you. I just mean, like, it doesn't sound like it's your pick. It's not your idea. You didn't come up with that. Someone else made that decision a few years ago, and you're just rehashing it. Um, if they want Chadwell, he's theirs, I, I suppose. I don't know if they'll – you know, if, they, if those are my two options, I'm taking the field, if that makes sense, because I don't think it's Mullen, and I don't necessarily think it's Chadwell. Um, I would take the field over those two, I guess. Um, I, I really strongly don't think it's Mullen. I'll tell you this just from listening to the ones I know that, that are MSU fans, they, they would love to have Mullen back. They like that he got under Ole Miss's skin. Um, they oh, mentioned yeah. that specifically. And I think they'd take him back in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Me too. Me too. I, I, Chadwell, I Chadwell checks all the boxes. He's an offensive guy. He's won everywhere he's been. And he's got some ties – to the South, which I don't think that matters as much anymore because of NIL and just mega conferences and stuff. I, I don't think old school recruiting and, you know, recruiting territories is a, that big of a deal right now. No, but how much money you got period. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think he would be a good fit just because of the skill set he brings offensively with his game plan. His offense is, is difficult to defend when he has a quarterback. And I think that would be a good fit. I mean, I would personally call Kurt Signetti first and foremost. We've talked about JMU on the show all year. They're really good. He just wins, man. Like that, I, I got one of my best friends is a state grad, and he asked me, and that's who I told him. I said, dude, like, don't worry about where they're from, where they've coached, you know, what kind of staff are they? And, you know, staff is important. I'm not saying it's not, but like, Sigetti also, has he has coached at Bama. Like, he probably has ties to some good staffers, but also like he just wins. Like, look at Kansas. Kansas hired Lance Leipold, a dude from Wisconsin. Just just go get a guy that wins, and and you'll figure it out. And look at him now. I, I think yeah. at, at some point Mississippi State's just going to have to just not make it hard and just find a guy that wins, get him a contract and go get your guy. Yep. With that said, they'll probably end up with Willie Fritz or Jamie Chadwell. Yeah, I think so too. I just, I'm looking back at Jamie Chadwell. I can't believe guy went three and seven in his only year in Cleveland coaching Delta state. Yeah. And then was hired to go up to Charleston Southern and coach them. They went 10 and three in their first year. Like that's a Charleston Southern's a pretty good FCS team. He was mm-hmm. very bad at Delta State in one year. And then he was hired Charleston Southern. And he kills the interview. He must have. I mean that's a crazy like job. Obviously he's done well since then. He did really well at Coastal Carolina. He did well at Charleston Southern. He led them to you know back to back appearances in the playoffs. But it's just crazy to that that like jump. That is I think he's forty something and nine in his last four years, something like that. I mean, it's it's a pretty good. He's got a pretty good record. Chadwell does. Um, yeah, he yeah he would be a, he would be a good hire. Yeah, and so so would Fritz. Frankly, I mean, I, I mean, he's good too. Like I, he he's older, twenty years older than Chadwell, yeah. but his teams are good, man. I think they were the best coach team almost played this year. Tulane was. That's that's probably right. They played outside hard of, outside of Georgia, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, right, Chadwell enjoyed it. Chadwell's forty-one and six over the last four seasons. Yeah, there you go. So if he, yeah, like yeah. like like we said during picks and just now, like if he if he can get a quarterback there, he he'll cause problems. He he just has a very unique. 
system to prepare for, you know, wouldn't would be less than ideal for Ole Miss for them to hire yeah, he, him. He I'm not saying he'd be like a super problem. I'm just saying they could do worse. Yeah, he he's a true spread option guy. <coughs> All right. That will do it for Hit That Line Week 12 as we are marching towards season finale next week. Be a short week, but we'll still get a show to you. Um, we're trying to get to uh, – hey, if we, we can have a good couple weeks. We can get to 100 wins as a group on the year. So, how about that? Yeah, I'm going to do better than last week. That ain't, I didn't put in my best effort. That's my fault. <laughs> but uh, but appreciate uh, Ben and Nick for hopping on here and appreciate Austin for, uh, as we said, standing on business and getting his picks in even though he's not here. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all, the listener. Also appreciate Homefield Apparel for sponsoring the show. They got a Black Friday sale coming up. Make sure to check that out. Use promo code TOC23 for your discount. If you're wanting to get that 15% off your first purchase, you can't beat it. Get you some good stuff. Also, go ahead and uh, if you've already used that promo, Go ahead and use that Black Friday promo for 25% off. BFVC. B as in boy, F as in Frank, V as in victory, C as in car. And you get 25% off at Homefield. That's homefieldapparel.com. Check out the Ole Miss collection. It's good stuff. T-shirts, bomber jackets, quarter zips, hoodies. They've got everything you could ask for there, and it is phenomenal quality as we say on this show each and every week. So we appreciate them being our title sponsor and uh, the rest of the folks that sponsor the show. We appreciate y'all as well. So for Ben, for Nick, for Austin, I'm Zach. This has been hit that line until next week. We out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards. As we know it, if you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.